What is up, everyone? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to a fresh 2024 Jammers in the Rough. We are doing things a little bit different, but before we get to that, as always, the lovely introductions. We have the absolute worst, Cody Waldron. We have... Yep. Oh, we, we're zooming in, I guess. Zoom in yeah, on yourself, Josh. Playing it close to chest, Josh Winter. And as yeah. always, your favorite, the hostess with the mostest, the reason you're here, Paige Hurtado. The Burgess still better. Was that a purr? That was the crowd going wild. Wait, what was that? That was the crowds going wild. No, that was Birdman. You did a Birdman sound. I, I, I heard, heard the Birdman, Birdman oh. sound. <laughs> You're like the guy. Was that Birdman that did this? The meme where he's like, mm. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't abide by meme culture. You hundred percent do, <laughs> lawyer. <laughs> but uh, Tai's already trying to stir the pot with the new year. Um, that's kind of kind of fun, interesting. Fun. Yeah. Here for page what? one. Yeah, Dale. Exactly. Knows. See, <laughs> Dale knows. Dale knows. No. No, I think, but I, I read it sarcasm. like there's that's two question marks. It's like here for page questioning why that's three he question marks. Silly thing. Yeah, he's, three just like, what? he's just questioning why he's questioning. That's why you have two because he knows <laughs> the answer that he is here for page. <laughs> he's just giving voice to the minority. That's all he's doing. Respect. I throw four speeds 350 feet. I'm strong. I did. I mean, that's like that's one of those like few like braggy moments I had. I was putting it further than my PD on that hole. I was kind of sad. Man, this is nice and flat. Holy smokes! The cookie. I don't like how the like the roundness in the inside of the rim. It feels that is kind of weird. Yeah, like I feel like it just like rotate off my fingers. But I love flat disc for forehand. (laughs) Oh heck yeah, Dale! Dale made it to the forty division. I'm talking about mm, age protected, baby. That's what I'm waiting for. We've got these 16 year olds shooting 18 down, 1060 rated rounds, and I'm just like, you know, screw MPO. Let me go to MP40. I want that. Dude, those young kids know nothing about pulling your back out sneezing. Okay. Yeah. They'll find out. They'll find out one day. No, I'm just excited to be like that 39. That I can be the 16 year old when I go to the age protected division. Just hit that 39 and just dominate. That's the goal. It's, it's a great Happy goal to have. Jammers of the Cody's. What jammers of the Cody's. Is that because I won you. the fantasy league on the winner? It's ne- no, oh, that's it's, no, that's unoffic- unofficial. But that's unofficial. And that's old shit. That's last year's shit. We're 2024, yeah. Cody. We gotta plan another, uh, another one of these things. I'll win again. Nah, yeah. next year's gonna be different. We're I'm just gonna, gonna keep pick Kristen Tatar and Calvin Heimberg and ride them. Ride them to the end, baby. <laughs> that's I mean, that's what you do. That's what you should do. I mean, who knew Paige and Cat would just completely like not be competitive at all in 2023? I've never met a competitive Discord for name Paige, so mm. <laughs> <laughs> I knew. I mean, at that point, I think it's starting to become true. Yeah, I mean, it was it was up and down, up and down, and but Calvin was a great pick for Cody because it, it kept him getting consistent points. Yeah. Yeah. Now, this is a tough thing with like, and I think even like Proctor being a good pick for you with him just being consistently there, like he's not getting those like high up points, but he's just he's not losing you points either by being yeah. present. Whereas sometimes, like the volatile nature of some of those pros where they'd be up, like, oh, okay, two, three points, and then just be down and be like 60, 70 points. Mm-hmm. 
And Josh, you should have got some points for having the best nickname. The proctologist, I mean, that's the best name in Bixaw <laughs> right now. That, that should be on a stamp for sure. But I will say, guys, we are trying to transition to a little bit more segmented, orientated show. Um, kind of giving a little bit more rhyme to the reason with us here. Um, so we're going to jump into it. We're going to have three segments. Each of us is in charge. We have Cody with the absolute worst takes. We have Josh just keeping it buzzworthy. And, of course, me. We're going to have the disc of the week. So I think that's where we're going to start. You want to cue us up, Josh? Yeah. Let me grab that video real quick. Mm. I, think got, I think we got it right here. So we're going to have some fun. Um this so, week. Paige, why don't you explain what the disc is for the people that might not be watching right now? So, we have here the prototype Cherry. It's a uh, mid-range. Um, came out or came out of the mystery box of Clash, or not the, the semi-mystery box from Clash. Um, they put a few molds into there. So, I think right now the mid-range game of Clash has kind of been intriguing. I think they have the Peach and the Berry, which is great. Um, the Cherry came out and it's kind of right in between, um, like maybe where berry beats in and you want to overstable peach this is kind of where the cherry really gets going it took me pretty much all morning to kind of figure it out um as you can see there were some throws where i powered up onto it and it would flip and drip to the right and if i don't power up on it it just holds that hyzer like here it's just going to hold the hyzer um and doesn't really fade towards the basket like i thought but that's because i was backing off on it um here I get a little bit of commitment to it and you can start to see that it flips right and just kind of just right. I did throw this into about 20 mile per hour like gusts and it did hold up. Here's where I'm throwing it 360. Um, got the solo birdie going cherry cherry. This is probably my favorite throw with it. Um, but this is where I backed off, right? We, I think it's a mid-range that wants to be a full rip, full commitment kind of mid-range to get that up to speed and drift. If you're babying it, then it's just going to be kind of finishing finishing left and holding the line it really surprised mm -hmm. me i think like i said i spent a whole day throwing it trying to record some videos um as you can see with the blooper <laughs> as as we kick off with the blooper um what i really like about i think clash discs is their mid-ranges all feel similar together so when you go the peach the cherry the berry the mango the feel is all relatively similar it's not going to be completely different which i think is one of the first manufacturers to have that similar feel um whereas you get to like you know disc mania for example the md3 felt slightly different than the md4 which felt different than the md5 which is different than the md1 like they all kind of had different feelings and different flights mm -hmm. so for me that uh what is it the consistency of the feel always helps um the cherry being a little bit shallower but uh i think i am going to maybe attempt to bag it for a little while i think it's worth exploring like i said like so i'm a pathfinder thrower um but i cycle pathfinders and so what i've been running into the last like three to four months is my pathfinder season be absolutely perfect where i'm hitting it flat and it drifts kind of like some of those uh videos that you saw and the moment it gets to that i ended up losing them and so then my pathfinder wasn't seasoned so then like i'm i'm a half a season behind in regards to how my discs are are being beat in and so the cherry kind of gave me that beaten pathfinder feel right at the box and if it's going to continue to beat in that I know it's going to probably fly similar to the peach. And so I think it's a nice little spot. That's kind of that niche of like, if you want a beat in, you're kind of stable to slightly overstable finish. That's kind of where the cherry uh, comes in. Glidey holds the line. And if you want to power up and have it 
be like an overstable peach uh, or overstable MD1. That's kind of what that slot was for me. So I really liked it. I was surprised at how much I liked it. Um, but yeah. So it's Paige, so what's the big difference between the berry and cherry since just from flight numbers alone, they're the same five, five minus one, one. So the berry, I think, is more overstable than it gives it credit for. I think um, it's like I said, I, I compare it to a Buzz, I compare it to a Pathfinder, I compare it to an MD3 into that slot range. Like everyone has that kind of uh, style mid range, and that's kind of what they they gravitate towards. And so that's where, like you know, me, I don't give credit uh, much credit to the number number games, but in regards to this, I'd probably put it like the cherry as a five six negative one point five, and then um, probably a one. Okay, so glide a lot more glide. There's said. a lot more glide in it. It surprises me how glidey it is. Okay. Hmm. Now I want to try it. Like I have a couple Clash discs, and I always they always feel so good in the hand. They feel very reminiscent of like Castaplast. That's what and- Clash reminded me of. I think uh, when they first came out, reminded me of Castaplast like three years ago, where mm-hmm. it wasn't maybe necessarily like some of the best molds. You can get kind of. Uh, creative like the cookie being a little bit rounder um but the plastic is that selling point every time i picked up a clash disc it was like this plastic feels good this plastic feels good this plastic feels good and then i started throwing them and nothing really made the bag initially right like trying the cookie didn't like the feel i tried the cinnamon it was more overstable than i thought i tried like the pepper more overstable than i thought the honey the wild honey uh was flippier than i thought so it's like these kind of weird things until I started throwing some of the mid ranges, um, and it really came down for me like the barrier, the pathfinder, barrier, pathfinder, and I just like the pathfinder just a l- little bit more because there's some variety in the plastics right now, mm-hmm. um, and so I leaned to toilets that way. But I think the mid range game, on top of the throwing butter game, is kind of what like solidifies Clash and makes them kind of unique in their own molds. I don't know if I like the like uh, Casaplast plastic where steady plastic is like K one. So it can be translucent, it could be opaque, it could be stiff, it could be gummy. Like it's all like this the one steady plastic. And I guess I have this sunny plastic as well, but like K1 I don't where you like the difference wait. between sunny and because to me, they like this is sunny and this is steady. And yeah, like yeah. you said, castaplast, like I have some K1s that are you can see like clear see-through and the other ones that are like look like star plastic. So right? like, the, like when you look at the Charlie Goodpasture lots. Yeah, that's like a lustery shimmer, opaque disc. That's sunny K1. Seems, sunny seems a little firmer and a little slicker. I think Sunny is there because that's a Tishcomb, right? Hmm. Are the this is a yeah, that's their tour series. So that's almost like I think a little bit more overstable of a plastic is based off of what I kind of felt. Yeah. Whereas the the Sunny plastic is uh more similar to like the K one of Castaplast, where it comes in different I have- colors. I have an orange K1 uh, Rico and an orange Steady Popcorn, and they look almost identical feel-wise and, like, look-wise. Same mm-hmm. color plastic, same feel, and it's just like, you were the same disc. But I think Rico might have a, minor, a small bead or something. Hmm. But, yeah. yeah, I mean, their plastic feels great. I- I'm interested to see... Because it looked like you were, I mean, 360. I'm not sure about that, but it looked like you were bombing No, it's a, it's a lie. It's a lie. There was like yeah. sometimes where I did just put a lot of power into them. I don't think it handles off-angle torque very well, but that's the kind of nature of that mid. Um, you're not going to be able to kind of hit it on off-angle torque, but it does hold up to on-angle torque. 
uh, pretty yeah. well. So that's when you start to see, like, I hit it on angle with that torque, and that's when it stood up and drifted just like you would want out of that. Mm-hmm. So uh, off angle, not so much, but on angle, definitely. It definitely interesting. I love seeing the videos of it because I, I didn't even know that they were coming out with something. Because they had the guava and the cherry. I've seen the guava coming out. That's when I wanted to, but uh, got to give a little shout out to All Day Disc Golf. He's the one that got the box in. He's liking the guava right now, so he didn't want to let me throw it. So he gave me the cherry, which, to be honest, I'm thankful for because like the cherry is definitely going to make the the bag for the the meantime. Heck yeah. Heck yes. All right, Cody. Let's let's transition over to you. I think you got some. Oh. Garbage to talk about. Big mistake. <laughs> uh, I'm going to do a little hot take action today. Um, and my hot take is limiting yourself to one manufacturer in your bag is a mistake. And granted, this doesn't go for like touring pros that, you know, I'm not going to be like Paul McBeth. You should be throwing in of us still. But <laughs> for 98% of disc golfers worldwide, Limiting yourself to one manufacturer is detrimental to your game. Why? And here's why. Why would I not want to pick the best plastic for me? Why am I picking a disc based on a manufacturer only? I'm not saying that you can't have a preference in plastic type. You can't have a preference in feel or anything like that. But so many times you see people on like the disc graph group. Hey, guys, I'm trying to find a disc graph group uh, disc that replaced my CD2. And people are like, oh, you could try this, you can try this. And they're like, oh, I've tried it, it doesn't work. Why are you not just throwing your CD2? If that is your best flying disc in that slot and you're not sponsored by Discraft, what are you doing? Same thing with you guys, TSA-sponsored players. You probably have a majority of TSA stuff that you like and bag, but probably not everything. I mean, Paige is just throwing a cherry right there. Josh, I know you love that D-line FD. Whoop, whoop. Yeah, but, yeah. So uh, – I just see so many people trying so hard to make that bag a one manufacturer bag. Like, guys, I need to have everything DM. Hey, I'm buying all that. Great. You love DM, but why are you trying so hard? And there's even been a couple pros who are sponsored that said the best thing they did to get a sponsorship was not to bag only one disc. They wanted to throw their best rounds. So that way a sponsor could say, hey, you're a, a 980 rated golfer. Heck yes, we want you to ensure there's going to be a transition where you are, you know, there's going to be a rocky patch where you might have to figure out, hey, do I want to try that berry or that Pathfinder? Do I want to try that Buzz or the MD3? What's better for me? If if Discmania is paying me money, heck, I'm going to throw an MD3. I'm going to figure it out. I'll find different molds. But if I know that my favorite disc is a Berg, just to make Paige upset, my favorite disc is a Berg and I throw it well and I have confidence in it. I'm not going to go, Hey, you know, I, I just love MVP so much. I have to find, there is no other Berg. If I know I'm going to, if I 95% of the time I throw that Berg well, and it goes where I want it to go. Why do I need to find a replacement? I, I'm not getting paid by anybody. I, I'm, I'm sponsored by terminal velocity disc. I bag his two discs, but he also lets me bag anything I want. So it so- just, to me, People are making that, and part of it's OCD, because as an OCD person who hates ink, I get it. But at the same time, if you open yourself up to a open bag, if you are allowed, it's wonderful. 
there's so much good plastic out there. Why do I not want to try it all? Or why do I not want to bag what's best for me just because of, like, if I took this off and wrote DM on here, would you really ever know? Probably not. Well, I will say, uh, I mean, your hot take isn't very hot. I'd give it a pretty mild take. I think we're all three you pretty on. You literally said today, your hot take sucks. It's trash. Um, but uh, that's not what I said. That's what Josh said. Yeah, he's trash. I think your hot take's very mild because I think we've all been on record where we are sharing very similar sentiment. And I do. I do agree that you shouldn't be limiting yourself to one manufacturer only. Oh. Um, Josh just exploded. My chair just popped backwards. I'm good. It's broken. And that's um, what being MA40 is like, y'all. But I think there's like two train of thoughts. When you say like detrimental, I don't think it's necessarily detrimental to only bag one disc if you get to a certain point um, skill-wise, right? Like I just witnessed Dallas last year shoot 18 down at Shampooey. And after that, he talked about how – and this was the, his hand-picked discs, right? He had an open bag with Infinite, um, how he didn't think he can do that again. And then he signs with Castaplast, and within three weeks of like throwing Castaplast, he just shoots 18 down again on that same course with a fresh new bag. So I will say there is, you know, going to be the archer, not the arrow argument, um, which is fine. But I think what you're saying is true when technology hasn't caught up with certain molds, right? Like CD2 is a very particular mold that technology hasn't necessarily caught up to. Um, Even then, like the same thing with like FD3s, that's a niche spot for everybody. Uh, The subtleties of a felon, a FD3, a Raptor, a Firebird, they're all similar, but there's enough subtlety with how you throw that you're going to favor one of these things over them, um, myself included. Um, So I feel like that, but when technology catches up, I do make the argument about flat plastic familiarity. So, for example, nowadays we have a lot of zones. So there's the zones, there's the Toros, there's the Mint, there's all of these like overstable four speeds that are coming out to compete with the zone. Um, that's been a big push for the last year and a half. So when I went to add this slot back into my bag... I ended up actually going to the mint lasso and deciding on that because of plastic familiarity. They both like I get like TSAs the bulk of my bag at this point. They're get their plastic poured by MVP. They don't have the temple in premium plastic, but mint who has the MVP plastic poured for them had the lasso that came out. And so for me, narrowing down the plastic field to be a little bit more familiar helps me with when I'm throwing, I'm not wondering like, oh, is this too grippy? Is this too slick? Is this too, it's like, no, this is how all my discs are flying. So they came out with their, what would be like Nebula, Ethereal, like Lasso. And so I bought that and entered my bag and I don't have to think about when I grab it. When I grab a Z plastic, when I grab Color Glow plastic, when I grab other ones, sometimes there has to be that little bit of like flip in my mind um, to throw it differently because of the plastic feel. Um so that's my only kind of arguments with it. Like I said, it's a mild take, so I don't necessarily agree with you. I think there's just a couple different like trains of thought you as don't well. Do you agree with me or you do agree with me? Oh, I do agree with you. Like I said, it's mild. I'm just saying here's some other. And, and again, you brought up Dallas. So again, like I said, like 98%, where I guarantee if you gave Dallas probably three Franklin discs and a trash, he would beat me. Guaranteed. Oh, he beat you, yeah. But would he thousand... be a thousand rated shoot no. eighteen down? But that's he's a the... thousand rated player. You could give Paul Macbeth a bag of Castaplast; he's gonna beat anyone. That and I would like. Any... I I do Go want ahead. to breathe life into the argument with what you're doing with your hot take too, though. 
Because right now, like with Dallas, it's definitely the archer, not the arrow. I get really curious about a lot of amateurs, if it is the arrow, not the archer, for something like the city too, right? Like, if this is a disc you just give them, all of a sudden, does this make them 10 points better, like rating points better than if they didn't have that disc? And then that's why they hold so tightly onto that. And then, of course, they Mm -hmm. are being detrimental to the game because without a CD2, I took a step back huge until I realized, like, no, let me throw my construct. Let me find these constructs out, find my construct. And now I'm bagging four constructs to replace my CD2s. Um but it also opened up PDs back in my bag because that 10 speed, 10 speed feel um, opened up PDs in my bag. And now I've got to add an, an old slot that was when I was throwing CD2s, I couldn't throw PDs because I had to throw them differently in the rim feel. Um, so I just, like I said, like it, I think detrimental is definitely right. If you like, I, I, I get curious about all the Lone Star signees, how much better could and would they be doing if they did have open bag? Because a lot of them are, I think are sub 930. Um, right now, mm, <laughs> I, I I wouldn't be surprised. And I mean, like you were saying, think about how many first time players pick up a destroyer when they have no business throw. Like, hey man, I got this. I got an ABR. I got a buzz, and I got a destroyer. And they throw 150 feet. You probably shouldn't bag that destroyer. Um, it's you know. It, it, I understand like both sides of it where people plastic preference. You've said so many times money runs, all this stuff where you love that old DM plastic that made by Innova. Think about like Gannon Burr, who was always on the prodigy pages paying more than he should a prodigy player who not one anymore, but a prodigy player who was looking for those specific runs and paying more than retail. And you would think, Hey, you're, you're their top player. Why are you not getting this stuff? He wanted that feel. He loved that feel of plastic. Sure, for him, did it really make that much of a difference? He probably maybe a point or two in his rating, if that. But if he has that confidence in that plastic, I, I, I who am I to say he shouldn't throw that? But I, I just don't think pigeonholing yourself to one manufacturer because of who they are is going to make you a better player. Definitely not for fandom. Pigeonhole no, yourself no, for no. the right reasons, but don't pigeonhole yourself for fandom. Um, yeah, yeah classic type difference is a big one for me. Like, uh, you know, when I got into TSA a few years ago, uh, the plastic, the the fact that TSA discs that can have like one mold but different plastics that fly differently, that gives me that same feel of in the hand as I'm throwing to give me the confidence with the disc. I get different flights from each one of the plastic types. So it's kind of had me like stuck with stuck on like wanting to try and put TSA in my bag even prior to sponsorship just for that reason. Um, and so, and plus, you know, TSA has awesome art. And so I've been like sticking with TSA um, for their flights, their plastic fill, the, you know, the variety of flights you get from the plastic. Um, that's kind of why I stick with that. And like you said, there's a few discs that like a really hard kick out of my bag, like the D-Line FD. Nobody's replaced is... it. That's where, like I say, like technology, yeah. right? Nobody's replaced a D-Line FD. I don't think it's on the top of the no. list of like, what mold are you really missing? They're like, hey, yeah. I got this magical <laughs> disc for you. <laughs> think about it. They just made another D-Line FD, and you even said, Josh, it's not the same. It's not the same. It's disc. not the same. It's decent, but it's it's not that if you when you, when it hits the ground, it sounds like a hollow tree. <laughs> you know, mm. it's like it's like the feel. Of, the more you beat it in, the better it gets. 
So it's like I can use that my my one and my backups are gonna last me my lifetime of playing disc golf. Because how I throw them, I'll never lose one. It's not gonna happen. Um and uh yeah, I mean it's really hard to, to move away from a different manufacturer when I'm looking for like a new disc to put in because I know what comes from the manufacturer that I'm choosing to throw. It's consistency. Like I know that that the flights are always on point. I know that the plastic feel is what my hand likes. I know that if I grab an aura, it's going to be flippier and like across the board for the most part. Um, and just having having that and less to think about when I'm throwing is what keeps me kind of staying with one brand, regardless of sponsorship. And and yeah. I don't think there's anything wrong with preference where. I do prefer certain brands over others because like you said, Josh and Paige, I know what their plastic is going to be. And so I like the way that feels, but at the same time, if a disc comes out, that's is intriguing to me. And that's, I think that's a problem with disc golfers in general. We are always chasing that dragon. We are always like Paige just had that beautiful S flight. Think about the first time you threw that disc and got a hyzer flip S flight. And you were just like, Oh my gosh! But if you do that every day with the same disc, it's it's gonna lose a little bit of well, magic. And I, and I think and let's look at, call like, uh, Sam Benson's comment into question because I think I'll Sam say, just, bring that up. Yeah, because like Sam brings up a really good point. So Sam's saying a counter argument. Also, great picture, Sam. Handsome as ever. Um, mm. Counter argument <laughs> is that man. you will end up slowing your progress as a player if you're constantly looking for a specific flight of a disc rather than learning how to make a disc do different things. And I agree completely with this because like I've fallen into that with my CD2. So that because I did the whole like when CD2s were sub $60 discs, I was throwing them. I could find first runs and second runs and Roman Thunders and I would throw them and I fell in love with like what you're saying. I Heiser flipped this for the first time. Oh, wait, I Heiser flipped it. It drift, 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 came back and I fell in love with that disc. And so then when I stepped away from it, I couldn't get discs to do that. And it took me a long time, probably till this last year to really figure out like, Oh, it's like, how do I do this as a player and not let the disc do that? Because that's what the disc is wanting to do. And that's where I went from a 30 disc bag because I had five CD2s that would all do something with me throwing them. Um, and now I'm down to like a 20 disc bag, which to me is a huge cut um, because I'm able to do some of those things. And there's, and there's always that argument, right? There's always the counter arguments of like, because I do like four discs all four of them do different, thrown the same way. Um, but you need to be able to narrow it down to that before, you know, you just open it up. Because there's been times where I've had 40 discs in my bag because of that. Like, here's five FD3s, five FDs, five CD2s, five mm -hmm. MD3s. Because I, all I want to do is be consistent with my release point and know that the disc is going to do everything else. And it did halt my game quite a bit. And, well, yeah. one of the problems... So, I'm not... Sam, I think that's a good argument. I think part of the problem is consistency between molds or even colors how many times lately have we seen the same disc where the color dictates the stability where someone the new plastic is shit okay. i mean that never happened with old plastic <laughs> no yes it, yes it did yes it absolutely exactly did. i'm saying it happens with yeah. everything so someone might say yes, well i did. can only throw this but yeah look at him um oh he's wrong where it's it's <laughs> There's an argument to be made for both. And I think the best thing about disc golf is you get to pick your bag as disc golfers. Like look at Josh's background. I know what Paige has. I know what's up in my garage. We are constantly as disc golfers looking for that next disc. 
I, I don't know many disc golfers that just pick 20 discs and ride it out for two years. It just doesn't happen where mm. people are constantly shifting. Hey, they just came out with a new plastic. Ledgestone just came out with 40 new drops like they always do. And people are, we're human. We want to try the next best thing. We're trying to keep up with, hey, I just saw, you know, Eagle McMahon throwing the new C-line tactic. Heck yes, let me try it. But that's that's just nature. That's human nature. So the best part is it might be a hot take. You might agree with it. It might be a hot take. You say, hey, I'm riding DM to the end. It's your choice. Do so it. I will say there is a, like a legit counter argument to be said what you have. And this is for like new players entering. Um I think the manufacturers maybe or maybe maybe as a consumer you misplaced your trust in manufacturers um because you go to one manufacturer and I think this is where like a lot of people start and you see that they have 50 discs or 40 discs or 30 discs or whatever however many discs that this manufacturer has and I think as a consumer they put their trust in that brand that all of these slots should be covered as a new new player I don't think you're going to be walking onto the like walking into a store and know what to feel I remember the first time I went to the store, the the guy uh, that that helped me, he was just like, grab whatever feels right, whatever feels good to you, and start there. And that's where I started, and I grabbed a pilot, um, which I think is a good good throwing putter. The plastic felt nice, the bead, um, and I could learn on that. But I think everyone is kind of just misled because they also don't know what runs of discs do what, you know. And that's kind of some of the the difficulties of it too. You go in there, you buy you know a sidewinder and you didn't get a stable one you got a like flippy one and now it's like the disc that never made your bag or you go into the store and you buy a halo sidewinder and it was a great run for you and you stuck with that for for however more and then your argument comes into play so i think um it's that weird balance of being like because if you're a new person and and you listen to this hot take right you don't stick with man, one brand manufacturer if you don't know what molds are the best molds from each one you could be potentially like ruining your game because oh hey i just picked up this garbage ass disc that nobody likes because i thought it was good um but i wanted to try a different brand right like um because right now i think we have the benefit of knowledge like if i was to be like what give me two discraft molds that you want i can be like i want the zone and i want the buzz if you were to be like, give me, you know, four Innova molds that you want, you can list them. MVP, you can go all of them down, right? So as I navigate sponsorships, I can have that conversation. Like, well, if they were to say yes to me, what molds would I actually throw? When Dallas was having those conversations about switching to Castaplast, I can be like, all right, I might not know. These are the things that I know, but let me talk to somebody that does know. And then we can hone it in. And his first attempt with Castaplast was like, oh, here's the most oval stable run of Grimm. Or Grim X, we found that for you. We got it for you. Here's a Charlie Good Pastor lots. This is good for you, and we're able to kind of hand choose and pick that because I also don't know if he would choose that if he just went into the the store, grabbed all of their molds off the shelf, and was like, "I'm a castaboy now," um, because those discs aren't going to be some of these like particular runs. And I think that maybe is more detrimental because what's worse than spending two hundred dollars in a shop? and having no discs to show for it because none of them are going to make the bag because they aren't good runs and the manufacturers aren't being trustworthy like they used to be, which was like, oh, usually you're going to get a decent run with a tour series disc. Now tour series discs are their stock discs. Stock discs are kind of being ignored and you'll find good runs. Like I think this I Die Wraith 
that just came out of the new champ plastic from Innova is an absolute money run that nobody's talking about. Uh, Bazooka Benson in here throws wait, wait, it wait, like wait, wait. 470. Are you talking about the ones that are like that have say like Wraith and big like holographic letters and are because I've seen like the it, the hawk, but and I, I never thought those were good runs, so that's a good run. The I Die Wraith, yeah, that uh, they all come weirdly lightweight, like 170, 171. Hmm. Um, that I Die run of Champ Plastic is absolutely great right now. I've Sam Benson who uh has an arm a cannon but you put that in his hand he gained 30 to 40 feet instantly <laughs> and Just... i will say that that's the nice thing go to and i think Paige put it best when you said knowledge where i bet any three of us if you gave us a manufacturer we could probably make a bag that would work well for us if you said hey cody make a bag of tsa stuff i know enough about tsa that what i'm looking for I could probably pick five or six discs, go out and play a six, fairly successful, accessible for me round. Page, I could say, Page, pick, pick six discs from Clash. You could probably make a semi-complete bag, a competitive. I guarantee you could. With yeah, no, Josh, I could. <laughs> Josh, if I said discraft, even though Josh, I don't think you throw a lot of discraft. I think you have enough. I think I own of four. I think I own yeah. four of them. And that's that's with anything. Uh, I'm not going to ask a beginning woodworker, hey, I need to build this $400 table. What's the best type of wood? He might be like, I'm going to cut it with a saw. Same thing. Both, all three of us have been around the sport long enough where I was at a disc golf store the other day and some guy was asking somebody like, man, I'm trying to find something that fits this slot and nobody could help. I was like, dude, I'd, I'd probably try this. And he picked it up. He's like, okay, I like the numbers where we have the knowledge to do that stuff. And that's cool. Where on the course, share that knowledge. Don't be don't be a Grinch about it. If you know something, help someone out. It, it, I no, never gatekeep the, the hell out of it. I no, never no, see no, the terrible day, Cody. Gatekeep the hell out of the plastic knowledge of people that are like nah, let the chumps throw MVP. <laughs> I throw MVP and I love it. It has um, like no glide. My reactor and my hex, they glide. They don't glide. I threw a reactor and no glide. Okay, Mister Three Fifty Cherry. Quit, quit, well, gonna... it's 360. Quit, quit downplaying <laughs> it. It was 348 at most. Yeah. <laughs> at most. Someone, someone check it. I threw but a that, 360, that's... but I had to take 380 worth of uh, flight to get there. That That's my hot take. <laughs> that's a good my hot take. Mild, my tepid take my that tepid, we all agree yeah. with. Uh, a, little, a little side note. I think I told you this before, Paige. That this one from your tournament you threw, Jam and Jellyfish, very successful, awesome tournament. Anyways, this omen. Is the most overstable omen Soapy. I've ever thrown. I've Soapy. ever thrown. I love it. I love it. It is. It's. It's like. I it's the beefiest run like of that. omen. Like, it does some dumb things that I absolutely love, and it definitely has a forever spot in my bag because it's that utility get out of jail card. Yeah. Like ripping headwind, I can trust mm -hmm. it. When and I was at skipper. Trojan, yeah, it's it's a great disc. I wish I had a jam and jellyfish stamp. Yeah. <laughs> Even though you told me, dude, I sent you a box that had a t-shirt in it and everything. That's what that's what you sent me shoes for. Yeah, exactly. It never showed up. But didn't Paige say that never, it was never sent on accident? Yeah, exactly. After I sent something, he's like, oh, I guess I didn't send it. That is, that's like fake news bullshit. Let's move on to our next segment, Josh. What is that noise? Josh is going to be just scolded by his computer. I think Please I am. Now let it pour while you're streaming live. Dear Alexa, Josh, what are you doing? Why are you shushing us? 
Don't shush us. That's yeah, come on. Game. We're all we're live on. This is air. your segment, Josh. You yeah, I, I got segment. you. I'm sorry that I muted you to hear. I think it was Alexa. Oh, shh. don't say the name. Alexa. <laughs> no, it's muted now. Um, yeah. So you know what? I want to move on to. There's a lot of movement with the pros. There's a lot of so movement with the pros. What's Josh's segment called? Terrible takes uh, with Josh. No, no it's just buzzworthy. Like, buzzworthy with buzz, Josh because it's not just. Well, then you got to share it. I shared my hot take. Now, guys, we're moving on to. Buzz it's a worst take, Cody. Come Josh. on. Yeah, worst take. The yeah, so there's a lot of a lot of movement in pros. You know, some that have not been talked about yet, that at least that I've seen or announced yet, uh, is with like Eagle. We don't know if he's staying with them. Um, so I'm hoping to find out what's happening with him soon. But I have the, this little list, a little off of Reddit. Um, so we got a lot of movement. One thing that was really cool uh, is to see. What was that? That hurts my eyes. Hurts no, I'm kidding. You're good. There you go. Way to zoom yeah. out. Let's there give a go. shout out to Blah Bleach 33. <laughs> Blah Bleach. Um, like Emerson Keith leaving Lone Star and joining Innova, which is. So and they haven't a... announced it. I love how they didn't announce it. No, they, they announced just, it. They, they completely. So like they did it. Like... They just put a little picture on their website. Like, that, that's the announcement. That, they also did that before Emerson announced it. So it was like no hype at all. But I think <laughs> the biggest thing with Emerson. So this is where, like, you know, Lone Star has to be dysfunctional right now because he traded the face, the only Lone Star person to win a pro tour, traded that in. Chandler Kramer. To, to go be. Tyler Kramer didn't win a pro tour. I thought he did. No, he just made a big European splash. But he's the <laughs> second team on Innova. He's on team like champion. He's not on the star team. He's on the champion team. So it's like something's going on with Lone Star because Emerson took a B level contract for where it should have been his cash out season. Hmm. I wonder. We should do I wonder a little why. draft. Let's see if we can draft this. We should. We should do that. Should be like this week's. Put it on the like our our Facebook. Let's see who can get the most right. Oh, that's I mean, a, that's a good idea. I will say so. Someone just shared this. Your boy Gannon out there playing with. I think that's Kyle Klein. Kyle Klein yeah. and Kyle Klein's girlfriend, the Discmania. So a little mm, leaky Leakerson. Yeah, mm -hmm. but but also when when uh, when Gannon like did his little video of that he's leaving, like he used like four, four maybe five. Them. Four or five like, different like taglines yeah. for different companies. It's yeah, like right he's now trying it's to throw us off. He's I trying to see shopping, right? Like, of course, just me is gonna be like Kyle Klein. Can you get around with him? If you're Innova, you're being like, Hey, Heinberg, are you down there? Can you get around with him? I think this is that free agency tampering that uh, like players are trying to heavily recruit, which is you know banned in other sports, but I think widely supported here in disc golf because. You know, Dismania I think, can't give them money, but they're buying a car. They're, you're seeing. I don't know what this misconception that Dismania can't pay their players. I think there's like they don't choose to, and because they haven't had to choose to, doesn't mean they're broke. I don't I think who they're. Said, I didn't say that. No, but I feel like th that's the whole message of like, well, Dismania can't pay Simon, so you know how they're going to afford Gannon. Innova too, where Innova won't pay their players. Yeah, Again, like it's always it's, such it's a, a weird business. argument. They like, probably choose not to. Hey, we can get this person for this much. Why would I overpay? It's a business decision. But yeah. I think Gannon, this mania makes sense to me. I think you bring him in because he's top 10 like sales as a player pushing Prodigy. And I think you put him on this mania where they have a loyal fan base that actually, you know, supports players. 
I think he'd move up to a top five pro, like sales wise, pretty quickly. Isn't he best friends with like Alden Harris too? Alden Harris, he's the one I that's found. See- like, and then Babcock as well. Babcock going over there, paving the way, and then because he went from yeah. Prodigy to Dismania. Alden that's Harris true. to Dismania. He's in the he's in the groups, guys. He's in the groups. Wait, Alden Harris isn't Dismania yet, is he? No, but that's I can but see he, it. But he left. He's leaving it. Prodigy though, so but it could yeah, happen. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So I can see it. Yeah. And Chris he joined Clemens the the collectors group. So Chris Clemens shocked me. I didn't see that coming because yeah. he's not a he's not like uh, I'm not saying he's not good, but he is not one of those top names that was like oh he's going to get that big money. But they just said someone saw they saw his van at the I think last week we talked about it. they saw his van at Discraft. But again, that could be somebody. They could be shopping around, making visits. Yeah. You know, because yeah, Chris Clemens, it's, it's, I could see like having that mid tier like sponsor, like a Thought Space Athletics, uh, Infinite Discs, uh, you know, mm-hmm. Gateway. They might make a push. Um, didn't Macy Valadez? Didn't she just join Dynamic fairly recently? Like, wasn't she Discraft or was that her sister? Um, that's a good question. Yeah. And Look but up, her Cody. boyfriend's Fishing also her, her boyfriend is Mason Ford. No, you're thinking of Manda Hunter. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. No. It's complete that's, racist. That's, wow. Just all Latino, just Latinos all. are the Cancel. same. Just kick me out. Cancel me. I'm absolute done. worst. I'm done. Uh, another big Let signing me. is I, I don't know how to say her first name, so I'm not gonna try. But Lorenzen leaving Prodigy and joining TSA and Infinite for like, a four-year con. Likey. Licky? I'm not I'm, really sure. I'm but... really curious about the the backside of that. The TSA and Infinite. That's Proctor. That's um, Oakley. And now mm-hmm. this signing. I don't know if there's going to be like more of that. Like and Zoe, package. Zoe and Deck. And Zoe, yeah. Like I don't but, know if that's going to be more um, of the like partnership signing of being like, hey, didn't as a company. Lorenzen worked with TSA behind the scenes before. Like she did something with TSA on the back end. Like not as a player, like I think she worked for them or did something with them before. I believe now so. she's going to be a sponsored player and a four-year contract. Dang, four-year. yeah, it's a four-year contract. Um, but see, the thing is with TSA, like if you're not in Maine, like the main distributor, um, uh, like are we talking for... about the state of Maine? M A I N E Maine. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Like the main distributor for like wholesale all comes from Infinite. So there's a big relationship with Infinite and and Thought Space. And that could be something's related with it. It's possible. Well, just, I mean, at a... this point, like there's patterns forming. And yeah. my thought is like TSA, maybe our Infinite can afford to buy this pro, for example, contract. But if you split it between two people, all of a sudden a $200,000 contract, 100000 here, 100000 here, promise of this, promise of this. Now that's more enticing for this level of pro um, because they can kind of get in here. Because you see Oakley, like, you know, he had to be asking for something because, like, big, because he had a big contract with Clash, a uh, contract with TSA, and contract with Infinite, where he got probably, like, four or five molds. And I think he's getting more molds than some top players are getting molds from their one sponsorship. And well, I think I mean, it's just... he's got, yeah, he's got the Alpaca. He's got the Pathfinder. He's got the, what is it, the Spice. The Spice. He's got a Dynasty. I mean that is four four molds at least, and I think he has a couple more. And that's more than like you go to Innova. Most like non top three level pros aren't getting four molds. 
like yeah, dedicated I mean, to him. Even Calvin only has what a Toro and like his name on an eagle, maybe. But those are like I no, would Destroyer. say the eagle is his. Yeah, but still, mm-hmm. I would say the Toro is his mold. But that's like but that's say... the same like. But he but they partnered with Millennium to give him yeah. the Draco and the Vila. 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 Um, and so that's kind of what like I'm talking about. So I wonder if we're gonna see more partnerships like this forming where it's not necessarily the house of discs, but it's, uh, you know, it's could be able to compete with that. Yeah. The EO Borg, the Bjorg. The from Costa Bjorg. Blast. I didn't like so that five. because it's, I like a soft boy. I like him soft. Flaccid. Mm, just mm, limp. Uh, now one that um, surprised me, but also didn't surprise me. And I was happy is Antela leaving Dismania. I that thought was that was weird. That was weird. I mean, but like, think about it. Think about the last like three years. I don't think Antela was the face of Dismania like he should have been in regards to Europe. I think he should have been the face of Europe. Disc golf with him and Lazat. Europe should have been purely a Discmania like country. And they pushed so much money and effort into a Simon Eagle pairing. And Antela always felt like the third wheel to me. Um, in some of that things and then when simon left they tried to salvage it but even then i don't feel like he didn't get a custom mold like kyle klein like kyle klein just skyrocketed him um and got a custom well, mold and... got the um yeah he didn't get his own mold what did he get the, the he Vanguard? got the pd he's got PD, the normal yeah. tour series stuff yeah. and so like i feel like that level of player with that popularity with the market that he's in should have been on par like yes he's not necessarily winning but he's constantly making lead cards and you have a captive audience in Europe that is wanting to support these European players to prove that, you know, European like Europe belongs on the pro tour, right? They would have shelled out you. The fact that you have Discmania European store and Antela isn't the face of that is crazy to me. So I can see, I can see maybe a small, like, you know, clash. I can see making a big pitch for him because that's going to help solidify some of that European market. Um, or latitude, latitude could go for him. Latitude, I hear latitude's trying to make what a more Tristan European Tanner push. Tristan Tanner leaving that that one was kind of shocking. Tristan Tanner, that, yeah. The bazooka. Tristan no, Tanner. bazooka Benson. Sam Benson is bazooka. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the tour series was the Tristan Tanner, but yeah, that's sure. Fine, Sam Benson. I'm not saying you can't throw far, but I'm pretty sure Tristan Tanner was known as the bazooka. No, <laughs> no, that was Albert Tam, wasn't it? Is it Tam? You're just Great, off just... tonight, Cody. Oh my gosh! My All Europeans Cody. are the same. Hot no. take: Cody is racist against Caucasians. He hates them. <laughs> uh, do either of you think that Eagles leaving? Yes, I do. I think so. Hmm. Think I about think this just sold all their cloud breakers and all that stuff. And even the shop, the closest shop to me is like 40 minutes away. It's a bicycle shop. They sent him. They like he got all of these stuff that was like. Um, Eagle McMahon putting champion like he got these rainmakers he's like I don't know why they're sending me all this stuff lo and behold like he just thought or, and he even said I wonder if they're trying to get rid of stock because he's leaving then two weeks later they sell all of their cloud breaker ones their prototypes for 80 90 bucks whatever Um, yeah it just seems odd no I just I mean I think too like so I look at this like business wise if I'm Innova, here's a multi-million dollar idea. Sign Eagle, give him the oldest mania lineup, and you're you're set for the rest of your life. Ten year, one million dollar a year contract is the norm. Give him 
let him sell all of the Dismania molds, and you're just you're done. Innova wins. I'm not on muscle relaxers. Ooh, ooh, that's it's a. It's just the first day back, Corby. We've that's been not on a for bad idea. Days. I mean, that yeah, could I think pull them if, if they could. If they can pull that off, because I also think like right now Innova isn't getting the success out of the infinite partnership with some of their molds as they would maybe want. So being able to kind of backtrack it in house makes sense. And I think the biggest troll move is how Innova old Dismania like you know ten thousand discs. And they just been sitting on it this whole time. So then Eagle signs and they just release all this old Dismania plastic as theirs and just <laughs> now hey, wait, you just moved down. Lisa, is it do you say is it Fajakis? Fakakta? I don't know how you say that. Fayukis? Yeah, but she has been on Innova. The Innova page is selling a bunch of her team stamp stuff. So it makes me think you're probably not going back to Innova because no. she's leaving Lunstar. Like you're selling all your stuff. Yeah. Here's another one that I think people aren't talking enough about. Parker Welk. I think mm-hmm. he's one that popped off, won a tour, was you know kind of one of those like smaller prodigy players, but kind of be navigating some of that bigger contract. I do want to backtrack a little bit. Sam uh, mentioned that Latitude announced their team already, which I think they did, just like Innova announced them today as well. But I think there's enough contracts that are expiring in January that will have some surprise signings that are coming from these people. Like, you know, they probably negotiated the ones that they can negotiate and announce those. But like an Antela coming off so late, those negotiated probably process. Like, I don't think you're going to take your stuff out of the game because you've already announced your lineup um, and what that looks like. I think you'd be fooled if that is what you're going to do. Um, That's same thing like with- baseball. Like baseball, even in the spring training, you have all these big free agents sitting around. They're still sign them. It's not going to stop them from doing that. I don't think it makes a big difference whether they announce their team or not. They, if if they said like, "Hey, we could get Eagle McMahon and he'll pay for he'll play for chicken nuggets," sure, they're throw him on the team. <laughs> they're not gonna be like, "Ah, we already made that team online." Get it? Get yeah, it that's the thing. They, they 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 can announce whenever they want to announce. So if they if they want to announce the main changes happening to their team now and then while they're still like working out the contract, they can announce the whoever well, they want when whatever they want. Well, I think too, like just more more i guess speculation around lone star like chandler kramer um he he helped he helped put lone star on the map in a big way with his appearance at european open to where you would think yeah you're you're getting banged over there josh hey i'm all i'm gonna say right now y'all is unknown unnamed source eagle is not going to enema but I also have an unnamed source that said he is leaving. No, I'm kidding. No, I'm not saying he's, not, I'm no, not saying but he's not, not leaving. But, it, hey, all I'm saying is I got a source. They said not going to <laughs> You heard it here first on Jammers in the Rough. But also you heard it here first. He is. So we got two bases covered. <laughs> Wait a second. What? He's, playing for, he's playing for Millennium. That'd be crazy if he went to, like, one of those. He's playing for uh, Heiser. No, not uh marksman no what marksman made by heiser heiser bomb marksman's made by um millennium no the marksman is made by like the heiser or something no marksman is made by millennium it's like the cd2 i'm I'm gonna look right now marksman let's see like this we can uh, we'll we'll have some more updates on that. Yeah, we're definitely we're definitely keeping the Heiser bomb. Mille- no. The Heiser bomb marksman. Heiser bomb marksman. 
Okay. Told you. But uh, no, I mean, I get really curious about where people are going to land. I think this is the fun, mm-hmm. fun season, like off season, really beginning in January for free agency talks. Um, but yeah, we'll see where that goes. I know we're kind of reaching the top of the hour, so maybe we can transition to some of our closing thoughts. Yeah. Josh, kick it oh. off. Josh, kick Josh it off. Josh is over there getting like somebody's behind that monitor. <laughs> I know, dude. Like, what are those raids like that they're doing on Twitch? It people? sounds like a gun. It has to be my neighbor, like my direct neighbor, because it's your neighbor just so sitting close. in the backyard, just pumping, just. But it sounds like it's in my yard, though. So that's that's the weird. Is part. your neighbor um, in your regard shooting? We'll see. We'll see after the show. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to see on this. I don't. If that happens, Josh, just cut your feed, buddy. <laughs> we, we can't have that on the on live stream. Um, final thought tonight will be, you know, um, with Tasmania, there's a lot of changes happening with them. Uh, you know, Nicholas leaving, Eagle possibly leaving. Yeah, I'm really excited Ooh! for what's happening. Page yes, with, baby. I'm Ooh. very excited to see what's happening with them. And with that said, um, they sold a bunch of black mystery boxes. And those should be showing up at people's houses pretty soon. And inside there, there's a crown stone. It's a, you know, a flex one tactic. If you don't, if you don't want it, hit me I up. I was saying, is this your final thought? Or <laughs> is this pitch? Hey, yeah, they're going to start showing up soon. <laughs> so I just have uh, my inside source is texting me saying, uh, <laughs> we got we got Eagle to, <laughs> to, to Innova. Just texting me just right now. They're like, I got, I got you, Paige. Paige to Innova. No. 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 Paige would play for Team Franklin all day long. <laughs> we got That's Cody. What's your closing thoughts? <laughs> um, the days are getting longer. Does that excite? It's a new year. It's a fresh. The winter solstice has already happened. Paige, get with the times, brother. I'm not saying that. I'm listening. Uh, no, your face <laughs> tells it all. It's just like, mm, mm. but the, I mean, people, this should be exciting. Where disc golf is coming. It might be a couple months, but like my local league is already putting out tags and it's just, it makes me feel good. Josh, or I can't tell if you're constipated or what, like you're just, or is somebody Bro, shooting frozen. your shed? I think somebody your shed might be head. shooting. Like Josh is worried about his life. We're talking about disc golf, but it's, it's exciting. I, 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 I love this time. Like, like I, I've probably said before, I'm an avid baseball fan. So I love free agency. Like, hey, where are they going to go? Like, just speculate. That's all sports and at I, this point. I, like, I live for I think free it's agency. It's so cool where everyone's just like, hey, where, where are they going to go? Like, it's cool because some of them you're like, yeah, I know where they're going to go. And then some of them you're like, I got no freaking clue. And it's just so cool. Yeah, I'm just waiting for like a gateway splash, right? Like, they just put out the realm. The biggest thing that gateway had was that they didn't have distance drivers. Now that they got two good distance drivers, I'm curious if they can attract some of those like smaller or mid tier kind of pros. What? Hook me up. I need a realm. I'll Aren't they kind of flippy? Uh, flippy or just I think straight. they're like a beat-in, like solid destroyer. Okay, because I but they also have like stability. I got like I literally have like flippy that was just wanting to go right, and then I have overstable that I can't get over. To save and my that's life. what. So I had a guy selling three of them for a good deal, and he and I said, and he goes, "Well, I've noticed that one of them is like a very overstable destroyer," and he said, "One of them is." you get a little flip and i was just like oh i don't you know i don't know if i need another overstable destroyer no like so. there's like i don't have the i don't bag it because i'll just grab an overstable destroyer for that slot um for the wind uh but for my max distance flight right now that realm is kind of it mm, i need one i need to be throwing 285 feet i need that power 
Paige, yeah, yeah. That's, close it up. Nothing's going to help you with that, Cody. You just got to I can throw a bird realize you're going to be 25, feet. 250 feet your whole life, and that's fine. So From the ground. Mm. Guys, thank you for tuning in. I'm looking forward to a new year. That's the, the first and foremost. We're trying a little bit more segmented where, like I said, we're trying to break it down. <laughs> this fucker. Um, <laughs> and let us know if you like the segments. I think that's going to help it navigate a little bit more when we start to, you know, get out on Spotify. Sometimes you don't want to listen to the full hour. This way it gives you a little bit more organization. We're definitely going to want to continue to bring in guests and kind of figure out how the structures around them. But like always, like we're on CH sports, give that a like and follow. We're on jammers in the rough, go to our Facebook page, check us out. Um, we're trying to have a little bit more fun. Uh, if you guys want to continue these conversations, that's definitely the place to do it. And I would love to continue to have these conversations. Um, and we're looking for new sponsors for 2024. So, with that, guys, keep jamming it in the rough. We out. Eagle to Gateway. <laughs> <laughs>